Greetings and welcome back to All Cooped Up Alaska. Today is January 27th. In today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about the art career and the framing career at a time in Anchorage when things were happening. We have special guest Stephen Thompson and also Amanda Faith Thompson. Now, Stephen Thompson had a art framing business for 40 years in the Anchorage area. The name of his business was Artistic Framing. He talks a little bit about here of how hard it was to keep up with the demand back in the day. Here's Stephen. For the bulk of the time that we were in business, the first 30 years, say we had more business than we ever wanted or needed. It was always very, very difficult to get it done. Um, and so for all practical purposes, now I'm retired. I'm not seeking any business and I have almost no business. <laughs> so it's, it's the end of the run for yeah. me. And in fact, um, um, this is not a scientific number, but um, there's probably maybe 10% of the business now. The business pie in total for all the art and framing that's done in this community, including Eagle River, Wasilla, the Valley, this whole area of Alaska is maybe 10% of what it was 25 years ago. During that time, Amanda Faith Thompson remembers her father's art framing business quite well and having a van full of art being distributed throughout the valley, including all the way up to Wasilla. Amanda has since then become an artist herself. She has a online business and her online business is Amanda Faith Paintings. Here's Amanda. So the website is amandafaith.art and I just started putting up images of my landscape painting and wildlife paintings and um, just different work I had done. There almost everything on the site is commission based. So if someone asked me to paint a painting of that and now people can order prints from those commission pieces. So the dog purchase have been fun because I realized that people in Alaska, you know, you don't own a bear or you don't own a moose, but you know, you do take care of a dog. And so a lot of the ways that I would paint wildlife, I started applying to people's um, pets and that's been really fun because the same thing, there's still animals, um, you know, with all the textures and the colors and so, yeah, that's been really fun to do. Nice. Well, I bet you that's what a lot of people are attracted to your art and then your reputation gets out because you've got a trained eye for these wonderful backdrops for, of, of Alaskan nature with a person's, you know, intimate close-up of their dog with the tongue hanging out and the personality all there. You do such a good job with that. Amanda reflects back on some of her early inspirations, and one of those was from a coffee table book of an other artist who did pencil sketches. I think like the book that inspired me most when I was little was, um, I think it's Doug Lindstrom. Was that a book? I think we had like a coffee table book, and it was pencil sketches that this guy would do out in Alaska and wherever, you know, wilderness place he was living. And so I just remember seeing those. I was like, okay, well, that's how you draw. Along with having an online art business, which is amandafaith.art, Amanda is also an art teacher and a mother of two. She often brings her eight and nine-year-old into her father's framing shop. Here's what Stephen has to say. What's it like for you to see your daughter and her budding art business and, and see her impact on her kids while also having that history of coming into the shop and see you frame artwork? Well, uh, Amanda's the oldest of seven children and she has 
two of my grandchildren and there's four other grandchildren so and there's quite an age spread between Amanda being the oldest and the youngest so so I have lived with children being in my frame shop ever since I can remember just about and so it's been it's been pretty much a continuous thing whether it's my younger children in recent years or my grandchildren there's there's always there's always been a child of some kind hanging around um, the frame shop surprisingly injuries have been very few cut fingers and um, stabs and pokes and glass cuts have been almost non-existent which has been thoroughly amazing <laughs> that is amazing considering all of the uh, sharp things that one can cut themselves with around here you have a lot of guardian angels around <laughs> in every equipment it's like yeah. the chef you know the kids who have your parents that have to have sharp knives you know <laughs> so what yeah the uh, i have one piece of equipment that uh, cuts um the outer dimensions of cardboard and mat board. And it's a tool that is so simple that a child from the age of about four years old or so learns how to use. And it has a very sharp razor blade in it, but it's somewhat hidden and protected. But that's probably the first thing that the kids will learn in the frame shop is how to, how to cut pieces out of cardboard and then make things out of that. They learn how to cut cut the dimensions that they want. Um, they get a little bit older. They learn how to use the rulers and measure with either measuring tape or ruler or the or the measuring measuring device on the uh, the tool to cut. Yeah, they learn some but, of those um, math skills and algebra yeah. and so forth. Well, mm -hmm. yeah, because as a teacher, I realized it, it took me some time to realize that not everybody knows how to measure because we just grew up doing it and we knew what it, an, a sixteenth of an inch looked like and then converting it to decimal, like it was just natural to us. And then I realized that so many kids now don't have those hands-on abilities to practice measurements. And so that's so great, you know, and being a teacher and then having those memories of being in the shop. What, what childhood memory do you have, Amanda, of being in your dad's shop of, of, did you know how good you had it then, with all those excessive materials to, to play with? And, well, I think I remember what's funny about being an artist now is that I remember looking, like just being high enough to look over the table and seeing all the art and just kind of like, oh man, I don't want to be an artist. <laughs> like, I'm not going to be an artist. <laughs> and then seeing the artists come in who, you know, would have to barter or, you know, just kind of bedraggled artists come in. <laughs> and so realizing like, oh, I better have a day job. <laughs> Well, if, if I might add to that, um, Amanda could not be anything but an artist. Ever since she was very little, she's just it just pours out of her. There's, it's not something that she could have stopped had she wanted to, as far as as far as I'm concerned. Um, and and it's just there. It's just she's always had this from the time of being a little girl. This this desire to create things, whether it's arranging the food on her plate, you know, into some sort of a uh, artistic design to doing things with paper and painting and, uh, oh, remember your Sculpey years? <laughs> yeah, I was really into making little things with the Sculpey yeah. for, you know, trying to hawk them off. Yeah. Like I said, that's what was weird is like to see how that fits in the world was like really a long journey. And so... I guess I saw lots of different kinds of art and um, like trying to picture how you can make art and be 
sustainable in doing that. You know, I guess it really takes a whole community to do that. That's what I saw. <laughs> so as a parent, uh, seeing a child uh, drawn inexorably towards an art career, it's not very encouraging. All a parent can think of is starving artist in poverty and uh, and um, uh, um, what's what's the opera? Uh, La Bohème. La, La, La Bohème, yes, yeah. <laughs> Sell my coat, is it? <laughs> well, that's why we have things like the internet now, so that we can try to get our word out and have, you know, I do have yeah. a teaching degree. <laughs> By well, in yeah. your German and, and you know the multitasking and mm-hmm. and having a lot of um, irons in the fire, I think is a skill that uh, we have to know. It's like it's so important, and in, in doing that, I think it um, is humbling because when you're de- surviving in this day and age, it's always going to be you know the ups and downs, and then the friendships that you form with people along the way are so important. And you know, I'm, I'm happy to be able to have met. Amanda through an artist group called Art Storefronts, and you know we've, you know we give each other's cheering on, you know, mm-hmm. because it is so hard to be alone doing that, and you feel constantly like you're learning something new. So it's really hard to ever feel like, oh yeah, I've got this, because right around the corner there's going to be some challenging. Right. Well, I think that's what's so interesting about what you've seen is that because you've seen the cycles happen. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the artists starting now don't even know about that period in Alaska right. where art was selling off the shelves. And yeah, yeah, I, and I've told Amanda that you didn't even have to be a good artist back then. Just the fact that you could produce something original was um, um, it was attractive to people. They wanted to buy original things to put in their house. Yeah. Well, another thing too, you know, is our last thing that I wanted to talk a little bit about, and then we'll wrap it up. But we have um, an age where art is a, a means of, um, you know, helping people deal with the challenging times that we're in. And you go to any shop nowadays, there's an easier way to get supplies at Michael's and Joanne's and, and even our local hardware store in Talkeetna has a great art department now. <laughs> really? It's, it's a whole row of canvas and it looks like they've just made an aisle that was plumbing tools <laughs> into art. And it's a, the emotional remedy of art is, is just really a great outlet for people and coping with the times and, and finding that they have a lot more to share with the world than they may realize. And this concludes our conversation with Stephen Thompson of Artistic Framing and artist Amanda Faith Thompson. Thanks for tuning in to All Cooped Up Alaska, and I'm Katie Ryder. And don't forget to check out some of Amanda's beautiful landscapes of Alaska and pet portraits and beautiful flowers at her website, which is amandafaith.art. And you can see her on Instagram at Alaska Painter. Thanks for tuning in and have a great rest of your week.